Hashtag Jesus. Jesus is the way to God. Always the time for Eastern, the church used as a special season to focus themselves on Jesus alone. The different approaches to God, we will figure out the mystery of Christ because Jesus said, I've come to give life, the life to the fullest. Oh, I believe what happened to me, and what happens to me, I believe. Hashtag I believe. Yes, you can believe me that I believe, you know. Hi. Yeah, I really, I really think big. I have been asked what the, about believing what you need, um, or you should believe bigger, what that I can say about that. And I love what God gave me as a passion. I love to play tennis. And in the game, I love to bless the other players. I always say, hallelujah. The bigger the cow, the bigger the pigs, the creatures, the, the, the better, like the more is the money. And I really pray that the cows will grow. God is a good example. He tells you, if you believe, you'll receive. So you can ask yourself, if you haven't received yet, you might haven't believed enough. I was in a school and all the children, they mocked me. They, they, they said, um, you're, a, you're a loser. I believe in myself. <laughs> and at the same time, my parents, they, could, they couldn't do anything for me. And they picked me in their car and, and tried to, to, to bring me to church. And, and <laughs> it was always horrible for me to be there. Look at me. I'm a good example. I'm famous, rich, healthy. I have everything I want. I believe in BMU, BMW, M3. And that's why I go to church. I'm, I'm, I'm really a believer. So I go to church at Christmas and at Easter. And uh, I thank the Lord for that. But I, I would really go more often, but I can't because I got a lot to do. Hallelujah! Believe bigger! Hallelujah! Be blessed! I love it! Dude, I really gotta go now. The next cow is waiting. Now I have this, this little cross with the Jesus on it on the rear view mi mirror, you know? Yeah, that's, that's great in my BMW um, M3 because when I look in the rear view mirror, then I always see the Jesus. It's, it's good that he's with me in my... Hi, church. <laughs> what a... What an amazing, uplifting, crazy, creative clip. Awesome, right? The Swiss people, they go crazy when they saw the clip. No, they were like, what's going on here? I, I love it, I love it. I love uh, creative in the church. We started a series about called Hashtag Jesus. This is for the very first time. The whole movement is doing the same series together. And I start with the message, Hashtag I Believe. And when I Googled about Jesus, um, what is Jesus? I came up of something very funny. Uh, there are three evidence that Jesus was actually a Mexican. Yeah. Three reasons. They called him Jesus. He was bilingual and he has consistently persecution with the authorities, always problems with police. They say, no, Jesus must be from California. Why? 
He never cuts his hair. He walked barefoot and he found a new religion. Now comes the best of all. There are three reasons why Jesus is an Italian. Three reasons. Only, I mean only, only an Italian lives to 30 with his mom. <laughs> Second, only an Italian believes that his mom is still a virgin. <laughs> Number three, only an Italian mother believes that her son is God. I don't know uh, what Jesus is for you. I asked some people in our congregation, our church, what does Jesus mean to you? And here are some statements from people from the church what Jesus means to them. I want to start with a scene about Jesus Christ uh, in, the, in, the, in the festival of Tabernacle. It was a festival for six days, one of the highest Jewish festivals, actually. And the last day, Jesus came and said something very, very profound. The, the, the Tabernacle, the festival of Tabernacle was six days. In the sixth day, the highest day, they had the Feast of Water. And I'm going to show you right now what is the meaning behind that setting. I want to use the whole church right now. I need, I need a priest. You look like a priest. Can you, can you play the priest? And I give you a golden jar. Priest of a golden jar. Now I need some people that walk with me to Jerusalem. Can I have some people? You have to do nothing. Just walk with me and be happy and clappy. Can I have you? You guys? Yeah, Jenny, good. Come, some people, you too. You as well. You too, you come from America. Welcome home. Okay, let, let, now we are, we are on the way. A priest, wait, 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 you too fast. <laughs> this is the festival of water. The Jewish people go crazy because this is the highest, biggest festival. They said so. If you have never attended the festival of water, you have no clue what, what life is all about. That's the main thing. Okay, let's go to Jerusalem. The priest goes in front with the golden jar. We're going to Jerusalem right now. Yeah, faster. <laughs> They're going faster. Now they're coming to the well of Siloah. Here is the well of Siloah. And the priest takes the golden jar and puts in some water into that jar. Nice move. And when he's doing that with all the people... They're writing Isaiah chapter 12, verse 3. With joy you will draw water from the wealth of salvation. Here is a meaning. One day salvation takes place in Jerusalem. That's the meaning. That's the well of salvation. Here in Jerusalem, salvation will take place. And now they're heading to the temple. There are two chores of silver. And in the way, they start to sing a very famous and amazing song. Psalm chapter 42, verse 1 and 2. As the deer pants for streams of water, 
so my soul plans for you, my God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God, when I can go and you meet with God. Here they're saying we are like a deer. And now the whole congregation start to sing that song. As a deer That's a song. The water, so my soul you like it? It's a very old song. You. If you're more than 40 years old, you know the song. You if you're 18 years, you see. Crazy. You know they're excited. They're yes, and come on. We're coming into the temple. And all the people of God stand around the temple here. Here are two silver chairs. And in the last day of the fest, Tival, the priest puts the water from gold into silver. And that's an amazing thing. The big meaning of that is God, we're coming to the temple and we pray for water. Because they were in the desert for more than 40 years and they know what water is all about. If there's no water, no rain, the people will die, they will starve. And they pray to God, God, please pour out some water, some rain again. This was the biggest meaning behind that festival. There was the end of the festival like that. But behind that, there were even a broader meaning. Because when you look carefully, you see some water drops some wine drops. And the broader meaning behind that was the water stands for the Holy Spirit. The people of God said, God, in the Old Testament, you just have given the Holy Spirit to certain people for a certain moment, for a certain task, for a certain anointing, but not to all. It's just drops of spirit in the Old Testament. Certain kings, certain prophets, they had the Holy Spirit. The rest had no Holy Spirit. And the wine was representing the blood of God. Because once a year, God covered all the sins of the people of God only for one year. And the people of God were screaming to God, God, there must be a day. Where the Spirit of God is flowing like a river. Where the blood is flowing like a river. Where forgiveness and grace is endless. It's not only for one year that the Spirit of God is put out not to one person, for one task, for one thing, to all. God, there must be a day they believed in Jerusalem salvation will take place. And they believed there comes a day when the Spirit of God and forgiveness is flowing like a river with that expectation Jesus comes and says something amazing let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink whoever believes in me as scriptures has said rivers of living water will flow from within Jesus just comes in that scene 
where all the people of God had a longing for hundreds of years, one day streams of water will flow out of the Messiah. And Jesus quoting that an amazing Bible verse, and the people of God, they were like, whoo, what's going on here? And Jesus was actually saying, John chapter 37, 39, by this he meant the Spirit, whom those who believed in him were later to receive up that time, the Spirit has not been given, since she had not yet been glorified. The meaning here is, when they crucified Jesus on the cross, they put the spear in his side. When they put the spear in the side of Jesus, water and wine flow out separately. And Jesus was quoting the feast of water. I am the one you're waiting and you're longing for. Let's give that team an amazing hand you're doing. This is amazing. Yeah, take a seat again, left or right hand. You know, that's an amazing setting, right? When I started that, I was amazed about the goodness and grace of God. And before we're entering that season of hashtag Jesus, because for hundreds of years, the Catholic Church and Christians all over the world, for 40 days, they called Lent. We prepare ourselves for Eastern. What is that in our life? I we believe in Eastern, a resurrection will take place. And right now, I believe that streams of water will flow to you. But sometimes in life, God is like a fountain, like a well. Sometimes, when it's a well, Certain stones falls in, certain rocks falls in, uh, maybe leaves coming in, wood comes in and blocks the river of God. And right now when we're starting this brand new series, I want to pause for a moment. I want to get ready. What hinders you, what blocks you in the presence of God? Maybe you experienced something in your life or you have gone through rough, rough seasons every journey has some roadblocks. Maybe you have faced some roadblocks in your life. And I want to invite you to sing a song to Jesus. It's all about you. That's the, the song. And let's sing this song as a statement, as a cry out of our hearts. God, please heal me. God, please change me. God, please stop the dropping. Please let rivers of water flow through me. I want to ask you right now, could you step, step up on your feet? And let's sing this song, it's all about you, as a statement, as a commitment. The next 40 days, God, in the Hashtag Jesus series, I want to see some breakthroughs in my life. That the, 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 the drops is over. I want to see floats, streams of blessing flows through my body again. Let's sing this song with expectation, with a longing, and a crying out to God. Sinking down in grace, deeper than the ocean Fully immersed, though I don't deserve What could I give but a life laid down in worship A billion stars cannot shine your glory Love is vast and your heart is gone. 
give you my life and you rewrite my stars to bring you praise. It's all about you. It's all about you. Jesus, oh Jesus, it's all about you. It's all about you. Jesus, oh Jesus, I swept away in the sights of your mercy. Washing your love, I've come undone. Go right and I lift my voice for your glory. Yeah. It's all about you. It's all about you. Jesus, oh Jesus, it's all about you. It's all about of Tabernacle, the festival of water, you can take a seat. This is an amazing meaning for the Jewish people that one day the Messiah will come in Jerusalem, bring salvation, and a dropping will have come to an end, streams of waters of the Holy Spirit and forgiveness will flow out from him. I have right now an interview, a person, she's from Mexico, actually. She is growing up in a family that were full on fire for God, for the kingdom of God. They experienced many, many good things in their life. 
But there came a day when his mom and two other people, they went with a car to a funeral, but the car never arrived. And the whole family heard that the whole car, everybody, were murdered. And let's go into the clip and then Jenny will come on the stage and she will explain what it means when all of a sudden the streams and the flowing of spirit of God comes immediately to a stop. How can we have a breakthrough again in our lives even when our journey has some roadblocks and the roadblocks sometimes can be so tough, so tragic, still believe and hang in and lean in in Christ. Let's go into the video clip and then Jenny will tell her amazing story. Hello, your brother-in-law died today. I was in my father's piano workshop where I often worked in summer. Then my mother came to say goodbye before she drove off to our uncle's funeral. Jenny actually wanted to go along. But I had a cold and for that reason my dad forbade me from going. I was angry and only casually said goodbye to my mother. I kept on working with my dad in the workshop in the evening. We went out to eat with my sister. Then we drove home. Then the phone rang. My uncle was on the phone and he said that the car with my mother, my aunt and two cousins did not arrive. Hi Jenny. It's an unreal story, actually. I mean, your mom is on the way with three other people to a funeral with the car. And your whole family, you are Christians, you are sold out for God. God has used your family for many, many good things. And all of a sudden, you hear the news the car hasn't arrived at your funeral. What has gone through your mind when you heard that? got so scared because we, as you say, we live in Mexico and this kind of things happen the whole time. You listen thousands of stories that never ended well. So we were super scared, but that night, because it was very late night, we prayed God and we just put all our hope, hope in him and we, we expected a miracle from him and um, on the next day, day after we went to the mountains because in Mexico if uh, somebody uh, if you miss somebody you have to wait uh, 48 hours until you can go to the police and so we started the, the searching by ourselves and a lot of friends came with us and we were two days just searching for my mother my aunt and my two cousins you were not able to find them actually and all of a sudden you get the phone call and they said, it's like a nightmare, your mom and all the people in the car, they were murdered. And the thing is, you were actually supposed to be in the car too. Your dad said, no, Jenny, you, you, you cannot go with the car, you have to stay at home. And you know in that moment, not only your mom died, if you are, if you will be in that car, you will, bet, you will be dead too. When you heard that news, it's like a nightmare. Your mom, the whole car, everybody's murdered. I think that this, knowing that your mother was mother with the rest of your family, it's the most brutal, cruel thing that anybody could happen. Like, 
it's just a nightmare. And for me, it was like, I should be there also. And somehow, God gave us this supernatural, like, power to use the situation so that we could bring life through the loss of my mother. We wanted to share to the people that still though, still we lost my mother, we, we knew that God was good. We knew that he's always the same and we wanted to bless others through death because that was our revenge. We, did, we couldn't expect justice for the government. That will never happen in Mexico. You can't forget it. But we knew that if we use this situation to bring hope to others, that will be our revenge. Because we, we know who, where my mother is now, where she with God. So that was the way I used this moment to bring glory to God. Jenny, how do you feel like in one hand your mom died and on the other hand you should be in the court too? I mean, you know, in one moment you bury your mom and on other people, but in the other hand, that could be your funeral too. How do you felt? You're still alive and your mom is dead. I wanted to use this chance to live again because I knew that God is giving me again life yeah. because I should be dead. So I went like, okay, let's fight. Wow. Then uh, your father get uh, a, a, another phone call, another um, draft that said, hey, we want to kill you as well. And they decide, your father decides with your whole family, we, we're moving to Germany, we have to run away because otherwise we will be dead too. What, uh, how do you felt moving to Germany? We were kind of lost as family at that moment because everything suddenly changed completely. So we were just expecting something from God, and that was go to Germany, move to Germany. We sell everything we had, our house, our whole stuff. We left our family and friends, and we were just expecting something from God. We didn't have idea. We didn't have jobs, we didn't have anything. We were just like hoping God to show us what was waiting for us in Germany, and we just put all our hope and expectations on him. I preach about um, the blessing of God is dropping in the Old Testament. Jesus comes and streams of blessing, waters flowing to you. You experienced that and your whole family too. And that's why I have you here on stage. I mean, when, when the blessing of God goes through your body and everything like streams, we are so hallelujah on fire. But... All of a sudden, it seems that the blessing seems not really fair for you and your family. And you believed and you were obedient to move to Germany. And you believe right now a better life for starting than in Mexico. And you came to a moment where you said, God, that's too much for me. I, can, I cannot handle that. And you, you quit your relationship with God. I mean, the funeral, you were strong. You said, God is still good. God is still graceful. But then you came to a moment where you said, that's too much for me and you quit the relationship with God, why? It was more like I couldn't find the way to get this connection with God again because everything changed in my life. Uh, my father just got married unexpectedly and he just wrote an email and told us like, I'm gonna get married 
and I'm moving back to Mexico. And we didn't know even that he has somebody. So I lost my father. At the same time, my professional lives were unsuccessful. I didn't find a job in Germany. I didn't have anything. Um, and all the things, like all what I was, uh, all what I was able to do before, I, I couldn't anymore. I didn't know who I was anymore. I, I didn't know for, for what I was living here because anything, anything what I tried before didn't work, anything. So I didn't know if I should move back to Mexico, should I stay here, should I, what? And as more we, we were fighting for God, the most we, we, we didn't get more and more lost. Less. When you lost everything, your mom, your dad, you had no job, you came to Germany, different culture, Mexico and Germany, it's really, I mean, different. Yeah. Uh, Germany has structure, Mexico. It's fiesta. Fiesta. Um, you lost everything, and then you're hearing message about God is good, God is great, flow, streams of blessing flows to, flows to you. And that's why I ask you to come on the stage to share this with us, because on our journey, sometimes we have, on the, we have some challenges along the way. And as a church, we don't like to speak about that, but that's, that's the real thing sometimes we're going through in our lives. And that's why I want to ask you, Jenny, to come just to explain us what Jesus now mean, meant to you? What, what does Jesus mean to you right now? I mean, you, you left your, your faith, your connection with God, but then you restarted your faith again. Why you made a commitment to, to, to stick with God again? It was because I knew that the only one I had was Jesus. I knew if I stop believing, then I'm gonna die. And I knew this, I, I can't quit Jesus. So it was a decision for me to decide, even when everything is going so bad and my whole life is just falling apart and everything what I used to be and used to have doesn't exist anymore, I decided to see it as a chance so I can show, prove God that even everything was so bad, I want still to stay his daughter I wanted to be faithful to him also, as he has been always faithful for me. So I just changed my, my perspective about life. I don't want to be always expecting things change, so I have a better life, so I'm gonna be closer to God. No, I want to be always the same to God. Even the things can be the worst, I want to stay the same to God, and I don't want that the situations change, so I'm gonna be closer to him. I want to be always his daughter, no matter what. An amazing statement, come on. Jenny, you wrote a quote, and uh, this quote is really profound because when we know your story, uh, it's amazing to say, if I learned to be fulfilled now, although I have nothing to show, I will always be fine. And what I like about your story, I mean, it's, it's unreal for me, it's really a nightmare experience that people are murdered in that car, it could be you too. Um, just to say overall, I stick, I stay by Jesus and I will never ever leave him. And I still believe instead of the Old Testament, it's not drops of blessing, I believe still streams of blessing will flow through me and my life 
and my surrounding will be blessed to Christ. Let's give Jenny a big, big hand. Thank you so much for being honest. It's for me um, really an amazing story. And now you see, how, how can I bring that message together? I started with the blessing of God. Jesus flows through our body like, like streams of Holy Spirit, streams of forgiveness. And now comes Jenny's story. Blessing sometimes just doesn't mean everything goes the way you think so. And I believe everybody right now, when you're listening to the podcast too, maybe on your journey have some roadblocks. Maybe some challenge along your way. And I believe let's use that in the next 40 days to give Jesus a chance for a breakthrough. And I want to end the message with how can we receive a breakthrough? Here is my title, don't be shocked. Fasting causes breakthroughs. I believe there are seasons in our lives where fasting is a very, very important key for a breakthrough that the streams of blessing flow through the body again. Isaiah chapter 58, verse 8 to 9, and the, the whole Bible verse is speaking about fasting. Then your light will break forth like the dawn, on your healing will quick appear. Then your righteousness will go before you, and the glory of the Lord will be your rare God. Then you call, will call, and the Lord will answer. You will cry for help, and he will say, Here I am. Here are two things. When you fast, your healing goes faster. Your righteousness goes in front of you. Uh, in January, February, I, I knew that brand new hashtag series will come, and I thought, what will happen if Pastor Leo me will fast advanced? I will fast before we start that series. And I fast for 25 days. Do you know that Daniel fasting is from the Old Testament? You only eat vegetables and fruits. Vegetables and fruits for 25 days. I tell you, it's boring. You're losing a lot of weights, but I said to God, I need some breakthroughs as a church. There were two areas we need a breakthrough. The first breakthrough was, there's a lot of story behind the scenes of our church. You've never heard about it. Five days before we had the opening of the Samsung Hall, we got a letter from the government that said, you will not be able to have the opening that weekend because the kids' rooms are not okay. There will be no chance that you will have the opening Sunday as a church. The problem is, like in Mexico, you pay money and you have the opening session. Switzerland, a no means a no. I was on my knees and saying to God, God, that's a nightmare. I mean, we have moved from building to building. We announced the opening Sunday and thousands of people will come. On my knees, I prayed for a breakthrough. I prayed that God's dreams of Father will flow through me. And now, the Sunday came, we were in the building, a miracle happens, and all the people say, oh, cool Samsung Hall. But I know the story behind the story. I was the only guy who, you have no clue yet, yet, that you're sitting here, it's a miracle. The second breakthrough was the money. We raised 4.9 million. In the end of the year, we lacked more than almost 600,000. And that's always the good news when you're raising money. The good news is it's always we have all the money together. 
What's the bad news? The bad news is the money is still in your pocket. You understand the joke? It's still in your pocket. And I prayed on my knees in January, God, I pray right now for a breakthrough in terms of finances. And when we moved in, and now that's the number we had to raise, 4.9 million, we, we raised more than 4.9 million. And this two story, it's maybe for you an encouraging story. If you're facing like a challenge in your life, an area in your health, or you're single, or you're married, you don't have any babies, believe that fasting causes a breakthrough. Here are different fasting types or fasting styles. You can do a full fasting. You drink only water for 40 days or for 21 days. You will lose weight. Weight. I say, where are you? Oh, you're so thin. Oh, you're doing full fasting. But after full fasting, you gain weight. Boom, like a balloon. You can do a part, uh, partitional fasting. That means you're not eating any meat or you're going out to the cinema. You stop drinking coffee. That means for you, it can be something It's very important for you. Or what about no sugar? 40 days sugar fasting. And that's hard, I tell you. You will have brain headache for three days because everything what we eat and drink is sugar in it. Or what about Daniel fasting? You just eat vegetables and fruit for 40 days. You go to the restroom five days a day, I tell you, because you eat loads of fruits, loads of vegetables. I ate three um, plates of vegetables. You fool after one hour, you're starving. Luxury fasting, things, it's important to you, you're fasting. Just think for a moment, what could be your fasting? I don't, I don't say to you have to fast. I just want to challenge you. There's sometimes a moment in your life you get really serious. Say, God, I have some errors in my life, some roadblocks, and I need some breakthroughs. And I do everything what I can do to experience that streams of blessing will flow to me again. I close with the last point. Fasting boots our spiritual authority. Isaiah chapter 58, verse 11, it's the same Bible verse, goes on about fasting. The Lord will guide you always. He will satisfy your needs in a sun-scorched land and will strengthen your frame. You will be like a well-watered garden, like a spring whose waters never fails. And that's for me like the picture. Old Testament drops of Holy Spirit, drops of forgiveness was flowing. But God is saying, I'm like a well. I will never ever stop to pour out to you. I want to ask you for two things in the next 40 days. Fast for yourself. It always starts with me. Social media starts with me. Fast for yourself. What is your biggest need? What is your biggest need right now? What is your biggest challenge right now? Fast for that area. And the second thing Jesus said, water will flow through you and you will be a blessing for other people too. Let's fast for one person who doesn't know Christ yet. And let's invite one person in the Eastern musical and let's have the faith that one person will be got saved through my fasting. I believe right now, 
that these 40 days will change the course of this church as a whole movement and your own personal life as well. Maybe you have some roadblocks in your life. God is not flowing to you anymore. Let's kick it out. Let's ask God boldly, bravely for a breakthrough. I want to invite you right now for, into a prayer. And as we're doing this, we close our eyes all the time. And I want to be quiet for a moment. And Jesus Christ, I thank you so much for what you have done at the Festival of Tabernacle. The moment when you shouted out to the whole entire world, you have said, the drops of Holy Spirit and blood is over. Streams will flow to me. And when the whole church is quiet, Jesus, I want to ask you right now, what is the one thing I can do the next 40 days? What is the one thing I can do the next 40 days? Let's be quiet for a moment. Just listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit. The Spirit is talking to the church. He's talking right now to you. Let's be quiet and just let's hear what God wants to say to you and me. voice of the Holy Spirit. It's the sweet presence of the Spirit of God right now. There's some roadblocks along your journey. Jesus has the key. He knows how the breakthrough will happen. I love you, Jesus. You are my friend. You are my healer. You will never leave me. You are my destiny and my future. You're the one who promotes me. You're protecting me. You're leading me and you're guiding me. You're my joy. You're my peace. You're my righteousness. There is no other foundation than the name of Jesus Christ whom I build my life, my future, everything I have, everything I own belongs to you, Christ. The moments in our lives when things are breaking away, things are not going the way I planned, I prayed, there's only one question. Who is my foundation? To whom I built my journey. In these 40 days, Jesus, I commit my life to you. You own me. Everything what I have belongs to you.
Here is my gifts, my talents, my time, my money, my heart, everything what I have. Use it not to glorify my own life. Use it, God, to glorify the kingdom of God. And asking you right now as a pastor, there are people in this building, there are people in this room, they need a breakthrough in the finances, in the marriage, in the relationship, in their health, in their future. You said so when a pastor is praying for the people in the church, something will happen in their life. And I pray this according to the Bible. And I will bless you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. You are more than an overcomer. There is more in you than you ever believed or you think you can imagine. Streams of water, the Spirit of God is running and flowing to you. You're not only blessed, you're blessed to be a blessing. Whatever hinders you, whatever blocks you, whatever stands in front of that blessing, I say in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, breakthrough will happen. Streams of water will flow to you. Devil, you cannot stand against us. We come in the mighty name of Jesus Christ and you cannot stop the blessing of God. Because we are the maturity. God and me, we are the maturity.